Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start the Talk Recorded <laughs> live. <laughs> I <laughs> can never stop laughing over that. I know. <laughs> so tell me how you how about your first week day week at work? Yeah. So um, I, you know, I don't know if it's because I've prayed so hard over the last nineteen months that I have um landed in a place where I finally feel um appreciated, accepted, um, smart enough, good enough, like it's huge. I I can't even, and I feel like today I had a, like I had a a debriefing meeting with one of the partners, so I work for a woman named Courtney and a woman named Maria, and I felt like I was in such a high-level meeting that I was a partner. Oh wow, Rosalia! And I haven't, I haven't felt like this since I left Navarre. I mean, Robert made me feel good um, two jobs ago, but before him, it was Navartis. And um, but a long time coming. Like, like I said something yesterday in a meeting, a training meeting, a training, you know, two-hour training meeting or whatever it's called. And uh, the partner looks right at me. She goes, "Uh, Rosalia, you." You think systematically, and I thought that's what that's called. <laughs> like no, <laughs> you know I mean? like no one's ever told me stuff like that. Ah, uh, I know. Ah, uh, and I got a, and I like so. There's fifty percent of it is is normal um, executive assistant work, which is scheduling meetings and conference calls and doing um, itineraries and trips and all that. Then the other half is really project management of managing all these engagements that they have running. Um, and that's and challenging. So Pardon? And that's challenging and interesting. It's fascinating. Ah. I never knew that 40% of businesses in America, maybe the world, I can't remember what the statistic is, 40% of the businesses are family-run businesses. And I never knew that. Like for someone, something like, um, let's pick a business that people know is family, like Ford, you know, or, you know, or something, a company that's like that is still spearheaded by family members. And so that's 40% of the businesses in America, which is, I never thought it was that high. I don't know what I thought it was. Well, I didn't either. Not in big businesses. You think of that in family Small family Big businesses. Yeah, and even though, like, so some of the shares are family and some of the shares are private and some of the shares are public, I still didn't know that. You know, so a lot of this is just fascinating business. And on top of that, um, my father 
owned his own business for 28 years, and um, a lot of our family friends are only in business with them. Not their only, but a lot of our family friends are entrepreneurs. So it, all this resonates with me, you know, and it's it's really fascinating, and I haven't really. It's just fascinating, and I mean, but I've always liked I've always liked business the business versus um, like Crane was just it, everything we did was I mean we did business to business but it was different you know and um, so it's just fascinating to me like I'm just amazed not you know what I mean by that just kind of blown away by a lot of things and um, but I feel really good and I feel um, uber confident like not that I can't do wrong but you know I don't know if I shared with you that when I was at Crane I felt like I could I could not do anything right and this is the direct opposite from the get-go you know I I don't have to prove myself and they're so explicit in training everything to me and how are you is this comfortable enough for you do you need more training with this even as simple as setting up a what anybody would call a normal conference call meeting, they want you to be so thoroughly, they want you to understand it so that there's no, you have more questions on the front end versus the back end. Oh, it sounds really healthy, really healthy. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like I walked away on Monday, I'm like, wow, this is the first time I've ever really, I mean, I haven't been trained like this since 2007. (laughs) Because a lot of what I do, I mean, I'm a veteran at what I do, but at the same time, it's nice to learn a company's way of doing things. And, you know, since I was really fed to the wolves at Crane, literally, um, this is just, I'm so dumbfounded by it, you know, but in a good way. What a, what a lot of, these are huge celebrations you now have from the past two weeks. Yeah, and um, personal ones we came up with last week, and now you've got these business working celebrations. I know, and it's a small place. I mean, it's there might be twenty people, might be twenty people full time, and spearheaded by this man who is relatively young, um, who was mentored by this professor at Harvard, who basically said, "What about going into this business?" And, you know, so you have this kind of mastermind of a person. um, But, like, he immediately walked through the door, um, walked right up to me and introduced himself and said, welcome aboard. Like, I mean, he obviously knew who I was, but still, like, his initial reaction, and he was just off a plane from Dubai. So it was just so, and a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just go past to support people of the company and move on to business. Right. You know? And yeah. just that feeling, you know, it's very, and everything is so thorough, which is how I am in my life, that it's a really good match. Like you don't feel like they're skimming off the top. So it's kind of um, nice. It's a really good feeling. 
and who am I to judge that she hasn't been working on her stuff too, right? And I just, um, I couldn't help but feel jealous and envious and sad. Like, why can't that happen for me? Hey, look what just happened to you. Let's do first things first. You have just, we worked out, I want to ask you some questions about last week because we worked through a whole lot of negative patterns that have been in your life for quite a long time around your mom in particular. Right. Absolutely. And and now you've you've turned your work your whole work experience around. around and in your you know, and you're on a you're on a rocket ship here to I know. clarity and freedom and and you're loving it. And hey, the guy comes next. And and you know, it's a funny thing about Facebook. It's the most common thing about Facebook and why some people don't even go on it because they instantly get jealous. Everybody boasts and brags and puts up all these beautiful pictures and all these great things in their life and it makes other people that don't have that feel just like you're feeling right now. Which yeah. is funny because I've never... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly level... I, it takes me a lot to get jealous because I feel like I'm a very fortunate and blessed person, this just ripped right through me. Um, and, you know, I posted on my Facebook on Monday, started a new job today, went to a new yoga studio, and a bunch of my friends were like, oh, my gosh, we have a lot to catch up with. And I didn't feel like I was bragging, partially because of where I came from, right? And maybe she didn't feel like she was bragging because, she hasn't had a boyfriend in three years or whatever, right? Right. And I just, and for the first time I saw that just what you said. No wonder people don't go on it because they feel jealous and shortchanged and not good, in, you know? Well, I can tell you right now that from the work that we're doing, and we'll, we'll, we can do more regarding regarding a, a boyfriend. Um, right going to clear away whatever's in whatever is in your way from attracting from attracting your your the one the right for you okay i mean be happy that you got this job let's do first things first and and right and i also want to ask you how are you feeling about your mom this week um so um Talking about Facebook, I went on her Facebook page <laughs> Sunday because her birthday was Saturday, Friday, and um, she looks great. My father looks great too. I don't know if I've told you my about three years ago, my father uh, went under the knife and uh, under surgery had surgery, and they were supposed to operate on one hernia, and they discovered three. <laughs> and um, this is his third, was supposed to be his third hernia, but now he has five, right? Or had five. And so he had, my father, as you know, has been a workaholic his whole life, and so went into depression. They put him on antidepressants, uh, but he didn't want to talk about it with anybody. Who does that remind you of? And so um, it looks like he, you know, and he put on Weight. My father's always been very diligent about his weight, which is where I get my stuff from. And he um, 
he looks so good and so happy. And there was my mom sitting beside him, and I'm like, oh, that's great. She says celebrating your birthday. And so that made me happy, right, that they look happy together, which is huge. You know, and there's a piece of me that's like, that's good, right? You know, and um, I kind of, it's not too late for me to call her and wish her happy birthday or even send her a card. Um, and I might do that this weekend. Um, I'm actually feeling on the way of that. Um, You're actually what? I'm feeling like doing that, like I'd like to do that. Well, good. And yeah. I haven't felt like doing that in years. Wow. Wow. And largely because I don't like rhyming cards. <laughs> you know, or like, you're the mom. You're the mom that everybody wants all those sappy, you know, lovey-dovey cards. I don't like them. Well, and, none of them. Yeah. Right. My mom is none of those people. <laughs> no. Oh. So I would always open up those cards, Kathy, and I'd be like, oh, that's, no, no, you know. And I would always find something that would somewhat relate, you know. Um, for the first time, though, I've wanted to do that. And I haven't really felt like that in a very long time. Um, well, that's a huge celebration, and that's a huge break, uh, result of what we did last week. Yeah, and so I was thinking about a lot of this yesterday coming home from yoga, and I started tapping on my thumb. I just saw a picture of my sister, and she looked horrible. And I don't want to pick up her stuff, right? Like, oh, my God, what's going on with her? Why is she looking bad? Why does she look so unhappy? And I'm like, Rosalia, that's her stuff. We talked about this, right? You and Kathy talked about this. That's not you, you know? Good for you. And so I was thinking about that on my way home um, from class yesterday because um, Sometimes I have a propensity to, um, like, you know, I, there's a huge piece of me that feels empathy, but sometimes I, I, there must be some piece of me that likes to pick it up of other people, right, of other people's stuff. Instead of just feeling their pain, then suddenly I want it too or I want to carry it. And I want to talk about that too. You know, I don't know why I do it. But But you... You cut it off this time with your sister. Yes. I was just like, you know, there's Leah, move on. Like, not your stuff. It's not your stuff, you know. That's the first, um, like a first time you've done that? No. I mean, I think about, I, the reason I think about her a lot is my niece and I, her daughter, are very, very close. And because she's not talking to me, I have not been able to talk to my niece. Because oh, my niece oh. has loyalty to her. Sure. And so about a month, uh, it's been about a month, Alex and I actually spoke through Facebook, which is awesome. And, like, just just her saying hello to me was huge. Alex or your sister? Alex. You do have to do, you do have to realize it's not you. It, it's her. Like just like you said, it's her loyalty to her mom, and it's nothing to do with you. Right. So, um, some background about Alex. Um, the second word Alex ever said was "ro ro," which is me. 
Aww. So after she said da, which was daddy, she said Roro. She didn't say mom. Oh, boy. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> that whoa, wee, that must have gotten to her mom. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so I didn't realize that until I said that the other day in therapy, and my therapist, her name is Dina, Dina looked at me and she's like, Rosalia, you don't think that has to do with any of this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I never thought about it. It was always, you know, it was always just Alex and Robo had this special relationship. Um, that, the first time she wrote anything down was also my name, and I have that framed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, what do you think that did to her mom? I know. You know, so there's a lot of stuff like that. Like, we'd be walking in a mall, and there'd be the three of us, and someone would turn to me and say, your daughter is so beautiful, and my sister would be beside me. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then so people would say to Alex, who do you look like or who do you resemble, your mom or your dad? And Alex would say, my aunt, my Aunt Roro. Can you imagine? Like I just started really thinking about all this stuff. And just because I was, I loved her to pieces, she was always my kid, you know. And um, what is your sister not a loving person? You know, I'm not finding any notes of what you told me about your sister. Um, interesting, interesting enough, my sister is loving to her daughter more so than her husband. You, to Alex. To Alex. Are you sure? But but not as much as you are. You have a different kind of. No, very much so. I'm 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 the although I'm the cool aunt. My sister treats my her daughter the way my mother treated me. Oh, oh yo yo. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and so here's the pattern, right? I mean, oh my God, it's so huge! It's, God. it's bad. Um, I'm kind of glad God. I'm home. I want to look at this. There's a book called. I gotta find it. Um, did, your, did your mom treat your sister the same as you? Um. Yes, but no. All right. Is it... Have you ever heard of the book called The Drama of the Gifted Child? I think so. I by Alice Miller. In this book, she basically says whatever's not healed from one generation to the next goes on, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah. though, it's manifested in my sister and just, like, morphed. Oh my now is your sister aware of this? Um, I don't think my sister really knows what the root of her depression and her anxiety is. Is she but willing? But it's my mother. Is is your does your sister want to know? Well, she didn't. You know, I don't know. I don't think she. I don't think she wants to know the core. She does. I don't, it's so funny, like, the last time I went to Alabama for Christmas or holiday, I can't remember what, it was Easter in Virginia, I realized that 
the moment my sister walked into the room, that's when all the anxiety happened. For for you or for everybody? For everybody. Wow. Including my mother. <gasps> so like my sister has this, you know. By the way, as you're talking about your sister, tap on yourself. Okay. So it's made me realize a lot of stuff. I mean, and imagine then, you know, I shared a room with her from what I can remember until she went to college. Wow. Which, what, 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. And was she depressed the whole time? So interesting enough, she masked everything. She's been OCD her whole life. She masked everything until she had Alex, and then she went into postpartum, and it was huge. Wow. So where I really stepped in, I had moved to Washington, D.C. My sister gives birth to Alex, and she was starting to spiral, and I had seen my sister like, it was like Coella DeVille. No lie. But horror, I mean, it was, it was scary. And uh called me up one morning at 6.15 and said, Rosie, one of the diapers is missing off of Alex's changing table. And I was like, what did you say? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, there were seven on this pile and there were eight on this pile. And you know what I mean? And I just went, whoa. Wow. And I knew it was bad. So I kind of, long story short, I picked up the phone, called my parents, and my mother flew up to Virginia and took care of my sister for three months. My sister had threatened to check herself into a hospital and to give Alex away. Wow. That's how bad it was. Um, only after then did my sister get on medication and go to therapy. Has she listened? Pardon? Has she been willing, is she willing to change and to listen? No, absolutely not. Oh, we. So I, like, but I don't think she, like, there's no, she doesn't know that depression comes from anger, and so there's all this seated anger that she doesn't know. I don't even know that she realized that she realizes that she has it. Doesn't the anger... Or wants to acknowledge it, right? You're right. Depression comes from anger is so far suppressed. So far suppressed. It's not even known. Mm -hmm. And she is rageful. Now, at least I knew, like, you know, the... One of the first things I said to Dina was, I'm tired of being angry about my mother <laughs> or about my mom or at my mom. Like, I at least I knew I had it, right? Yeah. I just never even acknowledged it. Do you realize that 
with your sister at her level of awareness and consciousness, which is so low, how how could you expect to have a a balanced or a even relationship with her? She is so unaware and so refusing to be aware. Mm-hmm. Very hard I- to communicate and relate at, to somebody like that. And right, and I'm just, Kathy, I'm just now seeing that. I have letters from her that would make your head spin. Well, I, I'm, I tried to have a relationship with you, Rosalia, and you're so selfish, and no, 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 like you can't even imagine. Oh, My whole life this has been going on. And no, and knowing who you are, you you're, you took it all personally, didn't you, all your life until now? My whole life. Oh, and it all belongs to her. Can you see now that it all belongs to her? I can now. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to tap through that? Yeah, and you know, even, and what's really funny, Kathy, or not funny and not even ironic, whatever that word is, is that she constantly blames my frustration with the family because I'm quote-unquote the middle child (laughs) and she'll pull that into the equation every single fucking time well she has to do some I mean everything she does is project and she has to make something up in order to to not put all the to not take any blame upon herself and there's no blame ever no, but she feels that. I mean, she does. Oh, yeah. She, I, I, know, I know there's no blame coming from you, but I mean from her for that she can't possibly deal that with knowing that she may have done something wrong because she just can't deal with anything. Exactly. So she's always going to project and blame others so that it's not upon her. Right. But it's always hers, and now I'm so glad you can see that now. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. I mean, I have been battling her with her my whole entire life. I mean, are you, are you still tapping? Yeah, and I. I mean, and it's very possible, I mean, that she wedged in between to protect my mother. I mean, who knows? I'm, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, like I, horrible. It's, I can't. I, I'm uh are you saying something or, or, or is it No, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know how to say it. Like, I've left family vacations because of her. Like, packed up my bag and left. Do you feel guilty about that? No, not at all. Not at all. Good for you. I'm proud of you. And what's interesting is that when she, so I, when my sister got married, um, I just started to date a, a guy by the name of Michael. And uh, the, within the first hour that Michael met her, 
he turned to me and said, I don't know if you're aware of this, but your sister's really sick. And I thought, I took it personal, right? Like, my sister's not sick. You don't even know her. I'll never insult my family. You know, one of those. Wait, who is dating dating Michael? Her or you? I was. And he had met her at her wedding, the weekend of her wedding. Because I took him home to the wedding. And, Uh And I just, then five years later after she had Alex, when all this happened, I remember calling him from a payphone inside the train station. <laughs> and I said, I owe you an apology. And he's like, what about? And I said, my sister is sick. And I never saw it. I never wanted to believe you. And I'm sorry. I said, you know, I'm sorry I got angry with you that you told me that my sister was sick. And kind of that was the first shift, but I didn't realize how severe it was. Yeah. Isn't it absolutely amazing how the the stories and the baggage and the the families that we live with are and I have protected her for years. Years. Yeah, because we grow up think we protect, we are to be loyal to our family no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. And you've never met my father. (laughs) That means the family, I mean, it's just like the Godfather of the movie. The family is everything. No one comes in between. Nobody, you know, none of that. Right. Right, and and that's what that's the paradigm that you grew up in. So that's right. why you couldn't see through your sister. No, exactly. You know, and 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 I kind of to kind of come full circle about Alex. I kind of feel guilty that I've wedged this, not wedged. I don't know what to call it, but I'm my relationship is suffering between her mom and I because I can't talk to her. And then there's a piece of me that because we're not talking, I can't protect her. And I know that I know that that's not my responsibility. But there's still a piece of me that wants to protect her. Of course there is because you have such a big heart and you love her so much. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's only natural feel that way. Yeah. And I actually have a tapping for um, for somebody that we want to help um, but cannot take our help, and so we have to let it go. Right. I can, I can find that, that, that for you. Okay. And that makes me sad. You know, I had... I had this great relationship with her and I still do you know I know that but it's so sad to me that her sister her mother has to isolate her from me and I know that I know why and I know that she knows you know she has to in her mind she has to be loyal to her and that is so but she means the world to you know what I mean? She's one of my one of my people, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and you don't want to see her growing up and repeating her mom and her mom's mom's. Oh, yeah. I mean, or she could take the road less traveled and do what I did and decide not to have kids because I didn't want to repeat the pattern. I was too afraid to become like my mother. Yeah, and your sister did that. And my sister did that. Did exactly that. <laughs> Look at you—you've been well guided by intuition. Mm-hmm. Your inner, by your inner wisdom. Absolutely. So you can see these patterns, which you're really only seeing now. You you would have had a miserable time with your children. <laughs> Enough. Oh my huh? God. Yeah. <laughs> and and the I mean, same thing with a with a boyfriend. Until you can see all these patterns and these distortions mm-hmm. clearly, you wouldn't be able to have a clear, balanced, harmonious relationship with a man. Absolutely. And especially if I was avoiding, not that I was going to have a relationship with a man and then get married and have a child, right? That's the normal progression how I was raised. But especially if I was avoiding that. Does that make sense? Purposely Um, avoiding. Of course it wouldn't happen. Is that what you were just saying? Right. Of course I... But if, if in my mind... The natural progression was get married and have then have a child. Well, there would be no rush to getting married if I didn't want a child. Does that make sense? Yeah. Except now I realize how lonely I've been to some extent, even though I knew the whole time I didn't want a child because I didn't want to repeat my mother's pattern. So in other words, I shot myself in the foot. (laughs) But But I took care of myself. You know, right. in the meantime. Yeah, and, and I know that. R- remind me how old you are. I'm 49. But I've known for a very long time. I've known since I was in my 30s that my number one reason for not having a family, not having a child, let alone a family, was because I did not want to become my mother. I knew that from the get-go. I remember being 28 or 32 thinking that and saying that to myself. I think you blessed the day that you were so brilliant. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, just just be blessed. Feel blessed. And, and And now that we're clearing all the stuff, you've done so much work, and now that we're clearing the rest of the stuff, you're you're going to be able to find a guy that you love. You have a job that you love. You've got other things that you love to do. Lots of passions. And mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things you could do with kids if you wanted to. Right. Um, and you, I, I mean, I just feel it in my bones. The next thing, the next thing's going to happen to you is is the right guy. It's going right. to be manifested because and of I the- think. Doing. And I think that, no, and I believe that because I, 
I mean, I, I don't think I could have gotten there from here, right, or however you, however that saying goes, right? I mean, I wouldn't have been able to understand that and been fair to myself and been fair to him and been fair to us. Right. Right? I I think it's all brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I laugh, but I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't... Um, you know, I was on a yoga retreat last year, and one of the ladies I met on it said, "Do you know? You know, have you grieved for the the? Have you grieved about the process that you purposely did not have children because you didn't want to be like your mother?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I have." You know, and it kind of dawned on me just what you said. Like intuitively, I knew not to do it because I didn't want to repeat any of that because it's not who I am and even if it would have even if I would not have become that you know and everybody has said oh Rosalie you don't know what you would have become it wasn't worth the risk to me yeah I I totally understand I I really think that's really smart because you, you also didn't have like now we have these we have these energy tools now that right. can help to um, untangle the energy. Right. You wouldn't have been, I've been in a knot this whole time, right? Thinking or not thinking or not knowing. Yep. Right. You made the right decision because Alex yep. is got to be growing up so wounded just like you and your sister did and your sister still is wounded as can be and as dysfunctional as can be yeah I mean my sister put her on antidepressants when she was eight Alex she put Alex on antidepressants Alex yep she's had stomach issues her whole entire life oh that's a I mean it's always been historically said you know oh, she's a Maloney, she carries her stress in her stomach. What that means is, right, whatever that chakra is, right, that's when we hold all of our pain and suffering. Why yes. do we have that bad belly? Third chakra. It's not, an, it's not an award. It's not an honor, you know? You're right. Not at all. It's not an honor. But then she's been in therapy since then. I mean, bless her heart. I Yeah. You're still tapping? I am. And one of the things she said to me one time was, um, she called me, she was young. Um, I remember she called me and she said, uh, I started writing in a diary or a journal. I can't remember what she called it. And I'm like, well, that's so great. You know, it's so important that you write down your feelings. And I want you to know that you don't, not you don't, but the, that's yours. And you don't share that with anybody. Unless you want to, that's your privacy, and you can say whatever you want and and write down whatever feelings you have. And I want you, I want you. It's a tool, you know, like like it's a benefit to be able to do that because not a lot of people can do that. I mean, she showed it her me her diary, and it was the sweetest thing, you know. And um, she still writes them once. She told me, so I know that that there's value in that. She has a she's picking up tools too 
But, you know, I don't know what she has because, you know, she doesn't yeah. talk to me. But, um, yeah, but. And you want to give her a lot more. Right. And I'm, and I'm, a, and I'm fully aware of that I may not be able to do the universe and osmosisly she can feel me and she knows I'm here and that's critical for me, you know, um, to know. Um, and I know that when she comes out on the other end that I know I'll, I'm going to, I'll always have a relationship with her, you know, and that's what I don't want to lose, you know. Um, so, yeah, and I know, I back to me, I didn't, um, I now see it as a blessing, you know. When I don't blame my mom, you know, I used to blame my mother for that, but I get it. I'm okay with it, you know. If that makes sense. That's good. Are you? I, I forgot. Did you say that there's been any communication lately with you and Alex, or there's still none? Um, I spoke to her about a month ago, right after she started uh, high school. So, like the week of August 17th or so. But she's 17, so she's she's kind of been. And how did you manage to talk to her then? I sent her a Facebook message. I had been texting her and I since January on and off and finally got that her mother either took away her phone or closed her phone number. And then one day I, this friend of mine said, why don't you send her a Facebook message? Because she actually wasn't on Facebook from January to August. And suddenly when I realized that she was back on Facebook, I was like, my friend's like, well, send her a Facebook message, Rosalia. Maybe she'll talk to you through that. And she has. Oh. So, so have you been able to continue it? I um, Not so much, but she has. I know that she's been on my Facebook page because she has liked things, you know. And then I've sent her a couple messages like thinking about you today or I love you and stuff like that, you know. So. And are you back from her? Am I what? Hearing back from her? I heard back from her twice. I haven't heard back from her recently. And I never thought it'd be so complicated. <laughs> makes me nuts. That makes, you know. Yeah. And, but I'm at the same time I'm also very um glad, I guess is the right word, that I have someone that I care about like that. You know, she's very special to me, so that's important to me. Would you like to do a tapping to um, to sort of 
infuse this situation with love and let go of the need to control the outcome here? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So get yourself comfortable. Okay. Take a deep breath in. And I think I lost the recording. I, I think my computer went to sleep and I can't tell if it's still recording or not. Okay. But if so, I, I can send this to you in written form. Okay. Um, so breathe in calmly. And exhale out all the junk and all the resistance and all the judgment. And do that two more times. Now imagine, imagine Alex, I want you to imagine Alex who needs healing and starting, starting on the karate chop, or see her, see her in front of you, see Alex, just imagine her, imagine loving her and how would you adore her and want to be there for her and want to help her and, 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 you know, want to be a mentor for her. And now starting on the karate chop point. Okay. Even though I want to infuse this situation with love. Even though I want to infuse this situation with love. And change it. And change it. I let go of my need to control. I let let go of my need to control. Now you can move around the points. Okay. I, I infuse this situation with hope. I infuse this situation with hope. I have faith that there is a greater good behind this situation. I have faith that there is a greater good behind this situation. I infuse this situation with light. I infuse the situation with light. I have faith that what needs to be done will be done. I have faith that what needs to be done will be done. I infuse this situation with peace. I infuse the situation with peace. I let go of my need to control. I let no I let go of my need to control. I have faith in divine timing. I have faith in divine timing. Nothing needs to be fixed. Nothing needs to be fixed. I know this one's hard to believe, but everything is working in a perfect greater order. I know this is hard to believe, but everything is working in a greater order. This person has what they need. This person has what they need. Alex has what she needs. Alex has what she needs. Deep, deep inside of herself. Deep inside within herself. And has what she wants. She has what she wants. As I see her gifts and power. As I see her. Gifts and power. Gifts and power. Gifts and power. She can begin to see them for themselves. She can begin to see them within herself. This is a blessing in disguise. This is a blessing in disguise. For I know not why Alex chose my sister as her mother. 
why uh for oh, I, I know not why say no, no. So I know I'm, why I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I know not why Alex chose my sister for her mother, right? Right. But everything is working in a perfect greater order. Everything is working in a perfect greater order. Her soul had much to learn. Her soul has much to learn. This is a blessing in disguise. This is a blessing in disguise. And I am grateful. And I am grateful. I let go of my need to control the situation. I let go of my need to control the situation. I send love. I send love. To Alex. To Alex. And to her mother. And to her mother. And as I find peace within the situation. As I find peace within the situation. Hopefully they will find peace too. Hopefully they will find peace too. As I find love in this situation. As I find love in this situation. Alex will find love too. Alex will find love too. As I see her greater good and her inside greatness. As I see her greater good and inside greatness. She will see it too. She will see it too. I send her that energy. I send her that energy. I send her my love. I send her my love. I let go of my need to control. I let go of my need to control. As I heal in the presence of darkness. As I heal in the presence of darkness, we are all uplifted. We are all uplifted. As I laugh in the presence of darkness, as I laugh in the presence of darkness, we are brought into the light. We are brought into the light. As I smile in the presence of darkness, as I smile in the presence of darkness, we are all uplifted. We are all uplifted. Even though I perceive this situation has been a bad one. Even though I perceive this situation as a bad one. I have faith that there is a greater good behind all of this. I have faith that there is a greater good behind all of this. I no longer live the lie. I no longer live the lie. The lie that I don't have what it takes. The lie that I don't have what it takes. And the lie that others don't have what it takes. And the lie that others don't have what it takes. I live in my truth. I live in my truth. The truth that I have the power to transcend any situation. The truth that I have the power to transcend any situation. The truth that others have the power to transcend any situation. The truth that others have power to transcend any situation. All with divine timing. All with divine timing. Even though I have judged this situation. Even though I have judged this situation. I deeply and completely love and forgive myself. I deeply and completely love and forgive myself. Alex has what it takes to have what she wants. Alex has what it takes to have what she wants. 
I have what it takes to have what I want. I have what it takes to have what I want. It's already a part of me. It's already a part of me. I can see it manifesting. I can see it manifesting. I have faith. I have faith. That this niece whom I whom I love. That this sorry I missed that. That this niece whom I love. That this niece who I love. No, my niece whom I love, Alex. Oh, that my I, niece whom I love, right? My niece, Alex. Will do what is right for her. Will do what is right for her. The outcome will be greater. The outcome will be greater than I could ever have imagined. Than I ever could have imagined. So I let go of my willingness to predict. So I let go of my willingness to predict. I let go of my need to control. I let go of my need to control. Everything is in divine order. Everything is in divine order. I am grateful for this situation where it helps me learn and grow. I am grateful for this situation where it helps me learn and grow. I am grateful for this situation where it helps her learn and grow. I'm grateful for this situation where it helps her learn and grow. I am grateful for this blessing in disguise. 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 I transform hostility to kindness. I transform hostility to kindness. By returning hostility with kindness. By returning hostility with kindness. There is nothing for me to figure out. There is nothing for me to figure out. There is no way to happiness. There is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. Happiness is the way. I work to eliminate my judgments of others. I've worked through and to eliminate my judgments of others. To eliminate my judgment of others. I see the power and the light in them. I see the power and the light in them. I trust that their divine selves will make themselves known. I trust that the divine in themselves will make it known. Known to them, will make it known to them, and eventually they will know what is best for themselves. And eventually they will know what is best for themselves. Now take a breath and exhale. All the regret, all the sadness, all the sorrow, all the judgment. Now focus again on Alex. And tell me what you see. Um, I see a little girl actually handing me something. I don't know what it is. Wow, she's handing you something now? Yes. Ah, uh, a gift? A gift. I think you just gave her a gift. Maybe she just felt that energy.
Um, repeat after me. And this is actually toward its whole Popano, a Hawaiian prayer. Okay. And this is both you saying it to yourself and to her and to your sister. Say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Now take a breath. And what's coming up? Um, I actually don't feel... um, worried or stressed or anxious about Alex anymore. Did you say I actually don't feel anxious or stressed? Is I actually you? don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I, I don't want to, um, like, I, I feel like I should feel anxious about her, but I don't. Um, I don't want to. I don't, you know, I... You know, for a long time, well, not for a long time, but all this time that I haven't been able to talk to her, I've wanted to run down there and rescue her. (laughs) But I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. That is so fantastic because that was the goal of this tapping. Because I don't want to feel it anymore. Like, I know, I just want her to feel that I love her and that she knows I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, I, I know, I saying that it's so strong, but I I know that control piece is not healthy. It's not, you know, it's not getting me anywhere, you know. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I had this, um, I don't want to say euphoric, but that's what it felt like. It felt like my my hair was, I don't have a lot of arm hair. It felt like my arm hair was standing up on, you know, like rising up. Like chills. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm very happy. Yeah. 
Me too. I don't. I don't want to worry about her. Oh, take a deep in. Take a big inhale and a big exhale. Three times and let it out with a ah. Again. Ah. Let it all out on that ah. 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 Out all the control and the worry and the angst. Ah. Amen. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> okay, my dear, we're going to stop here. Okay. Now, what have you been doing for uh, for for home play? Have you continued to send uh, little Rosalia love? <laughs> I have, and I um, that's kind of when I got stuck on that um, feeling jealous and anxious, or not anxious, but feeling jealous about my friend and her new boyfriend. Um, How are you feeling about then, that right now? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I get it. I see it. I mean, I see the bigger picture. Good. And I don't, um, and I woke up, at, you know, so that was, um, I don't remember what day it was, but I woke up and I, I, I guess I accepted it, but then I also was like, you know, I have a huge saying, which is all in good time. You know, you can't do everything all the time, all at once. You know, only God can. So, um, and I realized that. Um, and I even realized, you know, I can see it a hundred percent more clear now that we what we talked to than I the intuitive yeah. piece, right? Intuitive, intuitiveness about life. Good. Good. Right. Yeah. You know what I'd I'd love for you to um find a either find or purchase a uh a journal, a special journal. Okay. To call it a celebration journal. Okay. And in that journal goes every day you write what went well today. Whether oh. thoughts, intuitions, relationships, work, okay. Facebook, whatever it is that went well. Conversations. Um, oh, good. But a lot, a lot like what happened this week with, you know, kind of yeah, thoughts, like, like all that. Right. And you catch up, put all the stuff from the last two weeks in since we've been working together. Okay. Good feeling. Yeah. And once you're caught up, then I'd like you to do it every day, either what, okay. whatever after work, like what went well today. And I don't mean just at work, but with everything. Exactly. With anything. Okay. Okay? Yes. Okay, and you can keep sending Rosalia, little Rosalia love. And Okay. And what else have you been doing for self-care? Um, went to three yoga classes, and kind of funny, um, 
last night I was supposed to meet two friends of mine for class, and the other two young ladies were like, we, they found out there was a sub instead of our favorite teacher, and they're like, we're not going, we're going out for a drink, come join us, and I'm like, no, I'm getting on the mat. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> And it ended up being a really great teacher. So I sent her a text message, and I'm like, he was a really great teacher. (laughs) I got one of the best right shoulder assists I've gotten in a very long time. Wow. Yeah, so I was like, you missed out. (laughs) (laughs) And then I actually went up to him in class. I didn't tell him that my friend gets because of him, but I went up to him and said, "I I know it's a big... You know, when you're a substitute teacher, you have a big, you have big shoes to fill because a lot of times people go there for the teacher. Yeah. And I said, and he said that he said, I know I have big shoes to fill tonight. I'm going to do my best, which is very humbling of him. And I walked up to him and I said, I'm a yoga teacher and often a sub. And I said, you taught a fantastic class, and I'm here to thank you. And his whole face lit up, and he was like. Wow. And I said, I mean every bit of it. And I said, that shoulder assist was amazing. You should have seen him. Like his whole, he was like, really? And I'm like, really? And that's really, you know, one of the studios. How nice to to, compliment people when they deserve it. Yeah. And um, one of the studios I go to is, uh, we'd like to say it's the best in town. And um, because over, there's probably, every time you or in a class, there's probably a third to half the class that are teachers. So oh. it's tough to teach. Yeah, it's a very tough place to teach because of that. It's the high, you know, the the bar is set high there. Yeah. And owned by two very good friends of mine. And um, and so to, even to get on the sub list is huge there. And so this kid walks in, and you could tell he was, like, poorly and nervous and, you know, and but he settled in. He was an unbelievable teacher, really. So I was oh. blown away by that, and that was just what I needed. And I walked home, which was good. Um, so, um, yeah. So I I I get the whole good feeling stuff, you know. Like as much as I wanted to see her and have a drink with the two of them, I also knew I needed to take care of myself and get on the mat because of, you know, work and stuff and all the training and all that. So that was really good. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. That goes in your celebration journal. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Making the right decision. Making a good decision for you. Right. Exactly. Even though it was hard, because it would have been fun to go out with them too. Right. Decision making. <laughs> so what what else are you doing? Are you meditating? I am. I started back meditating. Um, and then this morning I actually walked to work and I um, meditated on my way in, uh, which was uh, awesome too because when I was getting a little anxious uh, in training today, um, I was uh, using the mantra that I was meditating to. And um, that really kept me level-headed. Ah, great. Which mantras? So um, one of my, um, I listened to a guy, his name is Garish. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. G-I-R-I-S-H. 
And uh, he comes here kind of sort of a lot on the East Coast, but he lives in Santa Barbara. And um, he has this beautiful song called Ma, M-A. It, I love it. Like, I could just listen to it all day long. And so that's what I just kept on repeating it, and I was singing it with him. But I kind of, his voice is melodic, and he's just charming. You know, he's got a charming voice, so to speak. And that was my mantra, but it was just like holding on to the whole, what he says, this is where it started all, you know, this is the start of it all, you know, ma. And uh, he's a yoga practitioner and a teacher and all that, so it's really neat for me. But um, that was really good. I was like, what should I do this morning as I'm walking in? I'm like, I'm going to meditate to Garish. (laughs) Keep going. Yeah, he's really neat. He's really neat. Keep going. Yeah, um, so he actually stayed at my house one time when he was here and in town. And because um, I drove him to the yoga class, he actually played during a yoga test class. And then he took me to breakfast. And so I, I know him. But um, my friends that asked me, you know, if I could put him up since I have an Airbnb room, they're like, do you want us to pay you? And I was like, oh, no, that's fine. I'm okay with it, you know. And uh, it's just really neat to have, you know, it's kind of neat to have someone famous in your house, <laughs> a yogi, yeah. you know, and um, it's kind of funny, but um, yeah, so it means a lot to me to have, like, that resource of, not only do I know him, but his voice is amazing to me, you know, and uh, he's very special to me, so. So I love that you're. I love that you're doing all the self care, the yoga, the walking, the meditating, the mantras, the little Rosalia, and now you yeah, have. Okay. Now we add My a little journal. Okay, awesome. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good change. You know, it's a good. Uh, inspirational, rather, right? Yes, absolutely. You can call it an inspirational journal. Oh, that's and, a great idea. Journal of Celebration, or you can come up with a name that, you know, make your own up. Okay. And decorate it, you know, color it, get, a, get one that's really special, or, or create a book cover. Okay. Whatever, you, whatever you want. Awesome. Okay. Okay, keep up the good work, my love. Thank you. Yay. Oh, I'm good. I feel good. I'm really good. Yeah. Now, do you want to, That we've. this is session number three. Do you want to schedule the next one? Do you want to take a, a week off? What do you want to do? Um, can we take a week off? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to schedule? Oh, the week after is a really tough week for me. Well, no, I'm sure I can still find some room for you, but I'm going away okay. when, Wednesday night. I have an, uh, a health is that- is this Wednesday the 23rd or the 30th? 30th. 30th, 1st, and 2nd. Most likely the 2nd. I don't know yet. For sh- I won't know about the 2nd, though, until okay. the 1st. you want to pick up on the week of the 5th? Uh, sure. But too far out? How do you feel about it? From 1 to... Um... Well, I have a therapy session tomorrow. 
and then I have I'm I think I'm good because I'll have two and then I'll have two group sessions too. So that'll be good. I'm good. Okay. But I like I like I feel this friend of mine's like, don't you feel like you're doing a lot of self help work? I'm like, no, I'm all about acceleration. <laughs> and you I, are. You really are. Accelerating. I really feel like I, I'm feel it? Hard. I want to yeah, and I want to move past it. I'm so I feel like. Now is the time. And you can feel how fast you're moving, right? Yes, I can. Yeah. You are. Awesome. So do you want something in now for the week of the 5th? Or, yeah. or do you want to wait? Um, no, I don't have anything. No, I mean, uh, do you want to put it in the calendar now? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Um, we... Take me on Saturday? Or do you have something going on? Which Saturday? The 10th. Oh, no, I, I'm I'm babysitting. Okay, that's fine. Moving to the Berkshires, I'm babysitting both Saturdays before she comes. Oh, wow. Um, so what about... Um, we can do Friday the 9th again. Yes, we can. Okay. At the same time, or earlier. Um, let can we do six fifteen? That'll give me a chance to settle in. Oh yeah, sure. I won't be rushed. Yay. Okay. And uh, keep me updated, especially if anything changes with Alex. Let me know after what we just did. Okay. You know, um, if some changes coming from her end in particular. Okay. Because uh, when I did, I did this exact thing uh, on a girlfriend with a girlfriend of mine in mind that we had mm-hmm. sort of drifted apart, and I was judging her. And I oh. did this, and um, three weeks later, I, I go to the. Uh, the farmer's market up here. Yeah. And I see somebody waving wildly at me. And I go, wow, this somebody really wants to see me. I wonder who that is. <laughs> and I get closer, and it's her. And she goes, oh, I've been thinking about you lately. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> to myself, I obviously didn't tell her what I did. Um, <laughs> and then we sat down and had the best, for an hour, and had the best conversation that we had had in years. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, and do you want me to send you the recording from last week? I didn't send it to you. Do you want it? Yes, please. That would be great. Yeah. Okay. Um, tomorrow I'm actually um in Marblehead looking at that house on um Merritt Street. Oh. What street? It's on Merritt. It's um Merritt. Merritt. Yeah. M e r r i t t. Yeah. I think two past street, two past state. Off of front. Yeah, right. It's way down. It's really downtown, near the yeah, water. Yeah, and, and um, so it went under. I don't know if it got as far as a PNS, but it went under contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, it got an offer. She took it off the market, and then I got an e. So I didn't end up seeing it last week. And then she sent me an email Tuesday saying it's back on the market. So I'm looking at it tomorrow morning. Oh. I know. And it's so funny because 
you know, everybody, it's halfway. People are like, oh, my God, Marblehead's so beautiful. You'd love it up there. And then the other half of the people are like, do you know what the commute's like? And I'm like, yes, I know what the commute's like. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, you know, my, I'm going into it with thinking, um, I just want to look at it. I just want to see it, and I'll get it out of my system. Yeah. And then I tell everybody where it is, and they're like, oh, you have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> see it, Rosalie, and then I'll send the picture of it. And they're like, "Oh, it's so you." I'm like, "Okay, stop." <laughs> mm, it's a great location. Yeah, I know. I know. I, okay, keep keep me updated. I will. Thank keep you me, for everything. What happens with that? And let me know if anything happens with Alex or your sister or anything. And okay. uh, yeah, if you want me to send you that script, also you could also then do it with your sister in mind. You could try that. Oh yeah. That would actually be really good, too. Mm. Right. Okay. Thank you. That's awesome. Okay. Mm. Yay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great week or two. You too. Incredible work, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. I feel it. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, okay, that goes in your journal, too. All the things you <laughs> I'm going to rip it out now. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, you're sweet. All right. Bye. Bye. Cheers.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.